this is Tony Lloyd. Being a broadcaster for many years, I've witnessed some great stories in the music industry. And now I want to bring as many music stories to you as I can in this series of podcasts. My goal is that they will inspire others making their way in the music world. Music Stories with Tony Lloyd. Pete and Al from D-Ream. Welcome to Music Stories. How are you both? Very good, Tony. Thank you. Lovely, thank you. Thank you for having us. Well, you're very welcome. Uh, now, you've got a new album out, which we're going to talk about in a minute, of course, called The Best Thing. That's two CDs as well, so I want to know all about that. Um, and, of course, uh, you you are extremely famous for, <laughs> well, <laughs> for a few I things. I think Tom Jones is extremely famous. We're extremely famous for things can only get better, of course. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh huh. Okay. Which was uh, number one um, in '92, and then again in '97, um, uh, at least, and probably a whole lot more. Um, so I want to talk to you a bit, bit about that as well, and find out a bit about your history. Let's let's just uh, remember um, things can only get better. Just for a few seconds. You can wear my shoes, land a tug like me. Be an angel too But maybe You ain't never gonna feel this way You ain't never gonna know me But I know you Singing in our things Can only get better Can only get better that's the bit I was waiting for <laughs> Things can only get better. Have they got better for you guys? You know, Pete loves that song so much that he was singing away to it there. <laughs> singing away to it. I know all the words. <laughs> well, he should do. <laughs> uh, uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, look, I know I saw Brian Cox. He was on TV saying that in, in, in physics, at least how they understand the universe, everything's going to hell in a handcart. Um, because we're all the universe is expanding, the light is disappearing, the heat's going out of it, etc. And, and I was like, "Well, that's nice, mate, but you know, for me, <laughs> it's it's just a, it's just a bit of hope, isn't it? It's like um, it's a song. It's just like giving a bit of hope to people, and um, and, and you know, being glass half full rather than half empty. Um, and have things got better for me? Well, certainly. I mean, that that record. Uh, gave me a career. I've had a, a very, a very good life. I'm not, um, I'm not poor. I'm not a, ri- a very rich man, um, but I'm not poor. Um, and yeah, I, you know, I have, I have a great life. I'm going to Thailand next February. Hopefully, I'll be back there in the south of France next summer again. I'm, you know, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, my, I'm what I call so I'm self unemployed, as it were. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know the feeling. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm with it. I'm with you, just in a slightly different way. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, but um, historically, how did you guys get together? Because you sort of got together, then you split, and then you kept, came back together, didn't you? So how did, how did you all start? If you can remember, 
you know what well, that, happens originally. You can remember. You can remember. <laughs> my mates haven't gone that just yet. Peter said. Peter's in London, having moved over from Ireland with his um his band that he was in, and um I was in had left that band. And he was working for a company that my soon to be ex wife was his boss at. So um she took, I was running a nightclub in in London, the Brain, which is a sort of melting pot for all the um yeah i mean it's it was, it was all the all you know anyone is anyone used to go down there drink it was only small so i saw some right sights and i have to say it's funny when shane yeah. mcgowan passing recently I can, I can recall one time i was at the end of the bar down said so he was sitting there and this is no lie he had about 10 sort of little double shots there and he went and just said bosh 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 did them all in a go one really? go oh yeah one go no i didn't didn't no most of oh. fall over he was there just like more it just said, wow, wow I've got most of it. But anyway, yeah. so that, that's the sort of thing that was happening there. So Pete came down, I was DJing, he'd been trying to work on some um, some new material. He'd, he'd moved on to the dance side of things, having discovered it all in, in London. And uh, he just was struggling with it a bit, so I asked if I'd help him, which I'd never done that before. So I thought, you know what, I haven't mind going in the studio and seeing what it's all about. So I went around there, and he'd been working on a track called You're the Best Thing. Which subsequently became one of our big hits. So, mm-hmm. so we just got on with it, and it, and it was it was it was love at first sight. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> and you're still together. Yeah, we're still together. Never argue. No, we, we had a mother of all arguments. Yeah, we, did. we had the little breakup, and that, that was just it. That's why we broke up because I, I wanted to get it into the top of the charts. Alan felt it was going too pop, and you know, with the benefit of hindsight, I, I agree with him. But yeah, I just sort of, sort of did the take that turn, short circuited it. But that's why we parted company. But then fast forward to two thousand and eight, and I'm out. You know, I've got married, I've had kids. I'm pushing a pram around the back of the the park at the back of my house, and uh, Alan's sitting holding court with a whole load of um, youngsters. And the, French lads, actually, as it was. Really, they were French as well. And you, you were on your way to um, see Pete Doherty or something, or you'd been? I'd been to a party. Yeah, oh, I was on the way to Pete Doherty. Yeah, but, so, uh, was it the what are the baby shambles? Was yeah, that what they were called? Yeah, well done. And um, yeah, I said I went over to have a word with this lot because I thought you know it's a bit rich on a Sunday morning to be uh, drinking red wine and, and smoking you know what in the middle of the, mm-hmm. the swing. Terrible, terrible. Um, terrible. So, lo and behold, uh, Alan just stood up and went. It's you, Pete, kind of, and I was like, oh my God, Alan McKenzie. And he was like, well, do you want to do something? I said, yeah, let's, let's, let's get going. And, and we did, we, we made our third studio album away from the, the system. And we're now on our fifth studio album, which is um, hopefully coming out in September. So it's, yeah, it's been an, an off on, but only once. Yeah, yeah, like one breakup. One breakup, and that's that's enough. You think you should never go back to your exes. I don't know, in this <laughs> case, I'll make an exception in your case. <laughs> Tell me about it. I've been married many times. Uh, <laughs> yeah. um, so, were there any lessons learned from from the breakup? Do you regret it, or do you think it did, did you some good to have a break from each other? Um, it was good, didn't it? Because we were um, we'd moved yeah. on different paths. Anyway, as Pete said, the pop thing. As much I like, I like love pop music and stuff. There's got nothing against it. We were quite cool when we were considered quite cool. You know, whether or not we were cool, that's a different matter. But we were considered quite cool at the time. So, and I wanted to keep on that sort of vibe. And I think people uh, had to try to think about that. So when we got back together, I'd gone more to pop, not pop, but that mm. idea. And you, you know, you'd realise that pop, true pop, was too pop. Yeah, yeah. So, we, and so we'd met in the middle, and we'd had, had the benefit of a few years of their life. Yeah. To write about stuff and whatnot. So yeah. it's been it's been good too. It's really funny because I, I had time to. I was thinking about some of my favourite bands, and I thought about. When Morrissey and Marr split up, you know, not that I'm comparing us, I'm just saying that, and you heard what they did separately, you thought, my God, 
they were so good together. And in the industry, they used to talk about chemistry. And I, when Alan left, I denied that. And I went on to like put out an album on my own. And um, and then uh, the first thing he said when when we actually met was, um, "You shouldn't have done that second album without me." It was um, bleep bleep. And and I went well. With the benefit of hindsight, it wasn't as good as it could be. So why don't we do another record? So, you know, when you listen to these people, you listen to how um, David Sylvian sounded without um, Sakamoto and, and etc. And even the best one probably was Sting did his solo stuff. It's like it, it had guts. The police had guts, and then that just seemed to go into like a you know middle aged jazz, jazz stuff. And uh, so that's what I was really aware of. And I thought, look, well, if we do it, we'll do it again. And we'll make sure we just share it. And and, and it's been all guns go ever since we've just hit the tour circuit. And we're on our third third album together outside of the system, you know, that's awesome. You mentioned uh, you're the best singer. I think that's one of the best pop songs, if I can just generalize mm. it as a pop song that, yeah, I, that, that I've ever heard. And I've been um, a, I've been a broadcaster for a very long time, as you know. Um, I, I absolutely love it, and I'm going to play a bit of it. Here we go. I think that's absolutely fabulous. I really do. Um, and and the, the good thing about that song, in fact, all your songs, they've got long intros. Uh, so uh, that was, ah, <laughs> that was <it's> interesting. <laughs> that was, Alan, as, as a DJ, that's the first thing he said to me. Can you make that 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 kick drum last thirty two bars? I was going. No one's got the patience for a kick drum for thirty two. It's not for you. It's for DJ so they can lock on. Well, and yeah. as it turns out, it gives you a chance to you know have to, a chat. Well. Yeah, have a little chat before it all happens. So yeah, yeah. Cool. Well, that, that one's got a fifty second intro. Yeah. <laughs> well, we actually wanted to occupy. We wanted to be the last track of the night because mm. I was really conscious of the stuff that Alan would play at the end of the evening and all of them seemed to have this kind of epic uh, intros like like it was a breakdown or something before it kicked off so that was really just stolen from the records he was playing and um, and that's what we got I mean because I remember like thinking to myself if we can have the last record of the night the DJs play they'll remember us because it's got that song and, and people mm. people don't go away humming a bass line or a, you know the, the, a TB303 line they they could get hold of the human element in there and, and that's the thing they carry home with them yeah so that's that's why they've got these big intros yeah I understand and it's very helpful thank you so much uh, <laughs> you're welcome <laughs> although i would uh, probably shy away from talking over that because the music's so good you know i mean if, if, if the intro's on a song's a little bit weak 
then it's fine to talk over it. But uh, actually, as a professional radio presenter, I wouldn't on that one I, because I'd enjoy listening to the to the whole thing. And and, and, and I must um, I must um, just skip forward a little bit to this. Is this a xylophone or a glockenspiel effect? Remember. It's a marimba from the, the DX7. A marimba? You know, I, I remember because I had to sing at Roy Ayer. Or Celeste. Roy, Roy Ayer used to play the marimba. And it was a, that was it's a that Celeste. Was, yeah, it was a, well, it's, yeah, it's a computerised one. It's a computerised yeah. one. But Sounds very authentic. I had spent a best part of a few days programming that because <laughs> I can't play like that. So it was done it, in step time. You know, you put in a bit and you fix it and, and so on. Yeah. But I can hear the whole thing in my head and. It's got a lovely kind of. It just goes off on a nice sort of jazzy journey. You know? It's very quick. I mean, it's almost impossible to play on a, on a percussion instrument. I think. Roy Ayers probably got it. Yeah, but you know who was good? Was who used to do the Sky at Night? He played a, a mean marimba. Really? Yeah. You remember Matt, Patrick Moore? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is this one from the past? You know, That's old we are. It's good friends with Brian. They were trying to get me to, together with Patrick Moore on the TV. I was having none of it. <laughs> that sounds really wrong. Yeah, you thought it was bad enough going, with him. going on with Take That. This would have been like, that would have been a nail in the coffin, right? But you supported Take remember. That, didn't you? Oh, that yes, that's know. right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we did a, a couple of tours with them. And um, it's funny because I did initially, like any of these things, even the labour thing, I didn't like it. Um, and then I got a call from Paul Oakenfold said, I've just been on tour with you too. It's brilliant. It does wonders for you. You've got to do it for your career, for your career. This is what they said. And I was like, well, you know, if Oakenfold thinks it's all right, then it must be all right. But it wasn't all right. It was just him getting his label Perfecto onto Warner's. So there, right. you, go. there you go. Yeah, that's what that was. Good old music um, business. Good old music business. I know. Another question yeah. about uh, You're the Best Sing is, uh, who is that lady singing? Deborah, Deborah Asher. She's a, a girl that I found. She's living in Labrick Grove. She was a friend of a friend. And she came down. She had the most angelic voice. Mm. And, um, yeah, we did about two or two or three, uh, maybe two years, actually. We did the clubs. We did um, – she was a single-parent mother living in Labrick Grove. And I think she was just grateful of the work. And I used to pay my musicians, and I wouldn't take anything because there wasn't enough to go around. Um, and it was only like 20 quid or 50 quid back then. And that was still – a fair whack of money when we were only getting maybe 200 for the whole the pa you know yeah but um when it started taking off we fell out because she said she claimed that she wrote you the best thing and it was like you're missing the point of like what's writing is and what singing on it is and she was remunerated really well for the the the, the performance that she did on there you know once the money started coming in but um she just she got some legal aid and it all went south you know yeah, and what is it they say where there's a hit there's a rent well, yes, sadly. Well, if yeah. you're in touch with us, tell her that I said she's got a fabulous voice. Um, yes. And uh, it really, really goes well on that track. Superb. Yeah. Um, right, let's talk about your album <clears throat> while we still have time. I could talk to you guys for for weeks. <laughs> we, uh, we've all got so much to say. Well, we'll have to come to the south of France and do it properly. Well, definitely, definitely, <laughs> yeah, we, ready. definitely, definitely, definitely. We do it on camera then as well, so we've got a video of it. Um, but um, tell me about uh, your album, which is uh, why you're here. <laughs> uh, it's yeah. called the best thing, um, and it includes uh, all sorts of remixes and different versions of uh, some of your yeah. hits. And um, what, what else has it got on it? It's got some live versions. Everything's been remastered. The the label, because it's 30 years since things, is number one in what, 90, January 94. Mm. 
the label thought it'd be a good idea. No, we because we're not with Warners anymore. We we did it well. This new state did a deal to buy and stuff, so we kind of joined on it with them. Oh. And they thought it'd be a good idea to get things out to to celebrate the thirty years and also to re-promote all these things that they they own, which makes complete sense. So they got remixes done of Best Thing and things going to get better. Mark Knight's done a mix of that, which seemed to have gone down quite well. And some we found when we were remastering, we found some tracks that were. Um, we hadn't released before, so we sort of threw them on, and there's some demo. Well, they're called demo tracks, but they were tracks from an EP we did before we signed to Warner's. So there's, a, there's an instrumental things got better on there, which is really interesting because it sort of shows the evolution of the song, Dazing Fuse, which we did for the magazine Dazing Fuse with Jefferson Hack and stuff, and 99%. So there's a lots of different things there. So it's, it's not just a lot of just tunes just bunged together, and it's like you've heard before. There's there's a little bit of thought gone into it. We did not try and get involved in this one because it's about the fourth greatest itself we've had apart. Well, you, you have, we weren't involved. <laughs> we weren't involved you, you were the mastering on it, yeah. so it sounds really loud. Do you remember back in the day when there was this whole argument about how loud to cut CDs because of mm. the digital clipping? Yeah. Well, we fell victim to that. It was Aaron at the master rooms. He cut it really low, yeah. and I put on Bjork's album. I was going, "This thing's." blistering out of the speakers mine's like you have to turn it up and this was the whole argument so now it's like you don't have to turn it up no, it's, it's up to 11 now it goes to yeah, it's already <laughs> at 11. We've already put, we've it's put already at 11 now yeah, yeah exactly. we put it straight to 11. i think they sort of worked out um, a standard level in the end in there in, in dbs yeah, yeah. or something yeah yeah, it's a bit of, we get caught. We went down the crack on that one. Yeah, so there you go. Delete your breakfast off the. Well, there you well. go. So you're, 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 <laughs> you, you, you've done the, you've done the music industry a favour. You, you, you've you've been groundbreaking on on CD <laughs> level, uh, which is awesome. Um, I particularly like uh, Star, and uh, your voice on that is pretty amazing as well. Uh, well, it's my my Prince fanboy song. Yeah. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's as close as I could get. Um, it's interesting because I was working with a girl called Raina Shine, and she said to me that that's what it said on her father's headstone the light that burns twice as bright, uh, as bright burns half as long. And mm. th those, those four lines took ages to come because I was just trying to think about just something really interesting to say about um, when someone lights up your heart, you know, with um, that kind of. Um, that kind of starlight almost um so yeah that's yeah thank you for that i haven't heard anyone talk about star in a long time i like star yeah yeah and also blame it on me alike and uh party up the world as well they're, they're all awesome i just love the album oh mate thank you well party up the world we got to do the the video for that up at jodrell bank oh, because right. brian brian was really thick with robin i know it's yeah i know i don't know why because you're a bloody schoolboy. you are <laughs> Um, Jodrell Bank, he just he goes straight there, you know. Um, 55 and I'm still a child, still a child. Uh, well, yeah. well, uh, long uh, may that continue, actually. They gave us permission to, to crawl all over this uh, satellite dish hmm. to go right up to the top, and they fl flew a drone one of the early days of, of drone shots past me. And uh, yeah, it cost me a little bit extra to do because I had to put my hand in my pocket because the label were being annoying um but i'm glad we did because um yeah i got to meet robin marsh there who's the head professor of manchester university and all those guys the, the two worlds rarely cross but uh i ended up being invited down to the eclipse in uh truro uh by those guys oh. uh, so yeah yeah really interesting times fantastic and of course um you mentioned brian cox a bit earlier on but uh, he played keyboards for you didn't he uh, on, that's right and things yeah, like that he was our tour manager, but uh, no, he was a driver. He was a the <laughs> driver for Dream. He was uh, he was, and he wasn't great at it. He, uh, it didn't, it, 
scientific people haven't got very practical minds when it comes to like getting directions back in the day before sat nav and what have you so we were getting to the venues uh all of the time um so we we got him off uh, uh tour management duties and got him into the band because we loved him and he was good looking and he could play brilliantly and um yeah and i, I said i did say to him at one stage uh i'll take some uh, credit for your career brian insofar as you know in the tour coach you used to explain really complicated ideas to stupid people like me <laughs> and he says you know what p i'll give you that <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. He's still um, he's still doing it as well, isn't he? He's still, he's still, he's still doing yeah. it. Well, he's he's now the poster boy for science, like his hero Carl Sagan. So we, no, we look, we're really proud of Brian and what he's done. And I might be seeing him in January. Well, hopefully, seeing him in January. He's coming to Derry, where I'm based. I'm we're in Donegal here in the northwest of Ireland. That's where we are. Mm, superb, lovely area as well. I, I, lo mm -hmm. I love I love that part of the world. Um, okay, what's happening in the future then? You, you've obviously, you know, at the moment, you're promoting this uh, this double CD, which is awesome. Yes, that's uh, what we're doing just now. And then we, we work, well, I'm in Ireland at the moment, we're working on our fifth album. Double, we're doing a double album with your new material. And hopefully we'll get a tour around that when it ideally comes out in August, September, October, around then. We'll see when we get it out. That's fine. We'll a few gigs this year as well, just here and there. But, you know, the, the, there's no firm tour because just... Isn't it? The well, the industry's been thrown. Very, very the difficult. It's never together. recovered the way it was, you know, and the, the numbers are just not there. The venues have gone, so yeah, it's all all up in the air. We'll, we'll see what we can put together, and we do. But you know, if you follow us on Facebook or whatever, that's we're always on our social media, keeping people abreast of what we're up to. Sure, and I'll make sure those links are on the text that goes I, with this lovely. episode. Thanks, Tony. Uh, and your website, is, of course, is d-ream.co.uk. Finally, yes. have you got any advice? I always ask uh, people I talk to if they've got any advice they can give, just general advice to somebody listening to music stories, because uh, that's what the, the, the podcast's all about, really. <laughs> Left right. it to the end. In terms uh, of making it in the music industry? Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, and, uh, based well, on your experience. Thing, <laughs> I know what you're going to say. What am I going to say? I, I know what you're going to say. Go on. You're going to say, don't do drugs. Well, yeah, that's number one. <laughs> yeah, that, that'll get you. That's the biggest distraction Don't you can have. I, I always think, my first think, believe in what you do and just get, be, do what you want to do. Don't try and follow up what other people tell you and what people, you know, you should always stand by your principles of music. That's my thing. Might not get you anywhere, but at least you'll be happy with it. My, my thing would be uh, to not be an island and don't try to do it all yourself. Mm. because you know if you, you, you're just left on your own and I, that's why i yeah. like working with alan it just means that th something happens that's greater than some of its parts so yeah you know as many alliances as you can form are the better okay fantastic advice uh pete connor and al mckenzie thank you so much for talking to me on music stories thank you, thank you tony it was a pleasure an absolute pleasure tony lloyd creating audio and film worldwide <laughs>